Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Crunch Time with Mitchell Keith. I am your host, Mitchell Keith. You can follow me on Twitter at OnlyChildMitch. You can follow me on Instagram at MitchellKeithOfficial. Just pulled up and saw this guy try to bounce a basketball into the back of his car. He opened his trunk, I guess, to treat it like a hoop. And when he bounced it in, it hit the back bumper of his car and it sounded really bad. And then he lost control of the ball and he had to go chasing after it. It was really funny. Really, really funny. Uh, Speaking of funny, let's dive into this really funny take I'm about to do. Why it may not be so far off that the Kings and Warriors have the same record this year. Hmm, what are you talking about, Mitchell Keith? Let me explain. The first lesson learned today is if you have a shot like Rondo, do not try to throw the basketball in the back of the trunk of your car. Not a good idea. Unless you're good at painting cars or you want to pay that extra money to get that car fixed. I wouldn't do it. Uh, But I digress. Let's dive into this quote-unquote funny topic that I just brought up. Kings versus Warriors, they played last night. Granted, it's only preseason, so I'm not trying to take anything, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Kyle Guy, uh, shout out to Kyle Guy, second-year player out of Sacramento. He made the game-winning three as time expired. It was really nice to see Guy get some minutes. He had 20 points last night. Luke Walton shut that down real quickly after the game, though for whatever reason, saying he's not going to be getting a lot of minutes unless people get hurt and COVID protocol, blah, blah, blah. And the dude just hit a game winner. I understand it's preseason, but come on, Luke. Uh, Give that guy some credit. Like You you don't have to deflate the ego that much, my guy. I haven't seen Luke Walton hit a game-winning shot ever. I may be wrong in that. Uh, Just when he was on a team with Kobe, I could never imagine Luke taking the final shot. He was never what Steve Kerr was to Michael Jordan. So, Kings, Warriors, season preview, right here. All right, we all know Clay Thompson is injured, right? And I hope he heals well. I hope that he comes back and he that jump shot will never go away. I still think he can be an all-star when he comes back. However, the Warriors are now going from a top three seed to a six between eight seed. Now, statistically speaking, so let's count out last year, right? Curry and Clay were both injured for most of the season. If we look from the years 2012 to 2018, those seasons, Clay Thompson played in 161 games. That's a lot of games. Last year was really the first year where Clay missed time. So in those six years, he only missed a total of let's see 24 I'm horrible at math part of my math skills here my gosh it's too early for math 26 games there we go there we go he missed a total of 26 games and in those games 
the Warriors went 11 and 14, and that's with Curry playing. So Curry is 11 and 14 if we don't count last year without Clay. If we do count last year, in the four games that Curry played, fully played, I'm not going to count the games he got injured in, he went one and three. So overall, Curry's record without Clay is 12 and 17. That's a losing record for those who can't comprehend that. That's a losing record. And that's with Draymond playing. So Clay and Draymond have a better record than Curry and Draymond. And why is that? What's the big reason for that? Well, Curry can't play defense. And I know I'm breaking a lot of hearts out there. I know it hurts, but that's the reality. Curry's quick, but his brother Seth Curry, I think Seth Curry's a better defender. He's a little more more bulkier. He can take a little more. Uh, Curry has quicker, sorry, I can't confuse the Currys here. Steph has quicker hands, yes, but Seth has quicker feet, and that's not a knock to Steph, just Steph has had all these ankle surgeries and whatnot. It's hard for him to keep up, and Seth is a little more bulkier. He can take uh, he can take hits to the body. Steph can't. So, Clay Thompson... I'm not saying he's a better player than Steph Curry. Steph Curry is the greatest NBA shooter of all time. But Klay Thompson, you make the argument that Klay Thompson is an overall better player than Curry because Klay can play shutdown defense in his prime. I don't know if he'll be able to play that again. But who was the one guarding Kobe? That was Klay. Who was the one guarding... Kawhi, that was Clay until he got injured. Clay guards all the tough shooting guards and sometimes small forwards. Curry can't do that. That's why the record seems to tank a lot more than when it's Clay and Draymond. I'm sorry, when it's Curry and Draymond rather than Clay and Draymond. Clay and Draymond play well because. They defend better. And I know Curry can go off. He can shoot from wherever. And Curry looked so good last night, man. Granted, uh, that was with Buddy Heald guarding him on defense. Take that with a grain of salt. But Curry looks good. And I'm convinced that Curry's going to have an MVP caliber season if he stays healthy. And that's also the big problem right there. When Curry tries to put the team on his back, he literally can't do that because he plays too much. He tries too much and he's a fragile being. We've observed that for so many times. His ankles, last year, his hands. Curry gets injured when he tries to do too much. That is just history, what what we've observed. So the Warriors with Klay Thompson out, what is their team looking like right now? So we got Steph Curry, we got Draymond Green, we got Andrew Wiggins, we got Oubre, we got Wiseman, their rookie, who people are saying he's going to make some noise. The jury is out on that. I know he's going to run with the Warriors. He's going to be able to do that. 
We got Looney coming off the bench still. Bazemore was such a huge pickup for the Warriors. So with that key group, Warriors can make, uh, they can do some damage. They can make some noise. Again, I think the highest they can go is the fifth seed in the West. Because that West is so difficult. Even with the fall off of the Thunder and the projected fall off of the Rockets and the Spurs aren't going to be as good, the Warriors still are going to be able to make the playoffs, but it's going to be a fight because the Suns are better. The Grizzlies are only going to get more experience and they were already going to make the playoffs last year if it weren't for that bubble playing. The Blazers have elevated as well. So they're going to be, and the Mavericks, I think they're going to be, the lowest seed they're going to be is the fifth seed. So I'll put the Warriors at the sixth seed. But if Curry, because he's taking on such a big load, there are going to be games that he misses. And hopefully, I hope he does not get injured. I don't want to see Curry injured. But if he gets injured, that Warriors team won't make the playoffs. It's ride or die with Curry. And history has shown that when it is Curry putting the Warriors team on his back, they don't win as much. They don't make the playoffs. And maybe this year, because they've been adjusting without playing with Clay, it will be a different story. Maybe Steph Curry comes back because I know he's hungry. And last night, just seeing how he played, he's going to have a great season when he plays. Maybe he breaks the record for the all-time scoring in his season. He could very well do that. We're doing a lot of if scenarios. Draymond, I don't see him elevating his game. I think the ceiling for Draymond Green's potential was hit Three years ago, I don't see Draymond being any better than what he was or what he is. Andrew Wiggins, same thing. What has Andrew Wiggins been? Uh, First round pick, uh, first pick in the draft, disappointment. Has not met the expectations, right? So let's look at the Sacramento Kings. Again, this is all if scenarios. If De'Aaron Fox elevates again, continues to elevate into the point guard that the Sacramento Kings paid him to be, banking on that, Kings and him will have his first all-star since DeMarcus Cousins. And their second all-star since, God, I don't know how long it's been. Since the mid-2000s? Yeah. De'Aaron could do that. I know the West is guard heavy. I get that. But De'Aaron, if he elevates and plays and he's the leader of the team, he can be an all-star. And the Kings, he could keep them around 500 before the all-star break. Buddy Heald. Okay. Would you rather have Buddy Heald on your team or Andrew Wiggins on your team? Okay. Quickly, like just on the top of your head, Andrew Wiggins... We want to say that. But based on how the NBA has evolved into the offense it's been, and if Buddy plays 
if he plays how the Kings have paid him to play and he elevates his game, Buddy could be leading the league in three-point field goals made. And he could be a more offensive threat than Andrew Wiggins, especially with how fast the Kings are going to play. Andrew Wiggins, marginally a better defender than Buddy, but I wouldn't say Wiggins is the you know top defender, but Buddy just doesn't play defense at all. So you could this tree that I'm looking at right now probably could play more defense than Buddy Heald. So based on that, yeah, you could choose Andrew Wiggins. But if we're talking just truly offense, Buddy, if he plays, and Buddy's hungry as well, if he plays to that potential, yeah, that could help the Kings elevate to, you know, that 10th seed to 8th seed. Our rookie we drafted, Kings rookie, Helberton. Oh, man, that guy is good. That guy potentially can be rookie of the year. He can. He has all the skill assets. Uh, he can defend. I saw him last night. He made this great steal and just dunked it. I could. I didn't even know he dunked. He's so small, but he is gonna be. He has a Doug Christie vibe, just better, m- quicker, more athletic than Doug Christie. Obviously, he needs to bulk up a little more, but he's a rookie. He has a lot of potential to be rookie of the year. Rashad Holmes, Hassan Whiteside, those two playing the center. That could potentially be a threat. Whiteside could, if he elevates his game, could be starting over Holmes if Holmes takes a step back. And that's fine. If Holmes continues to play like he did last year, we got Whiteside coming off the bench for Holmes. That's crazy. Whiteside is still an elite rim protector. We didn't have that last year. Kings did not have that. Warriors elite rim protector is Looney and Wiseman. Rashad Holmes, Hassan Whiteside, rookie Wiseman, and Looney. Who would you rather have? I'd rather have Holmes and Whiteside. That's just me. Maybe other people feel different. Okay, now, Marvin Bagley. Uh, We got to address him real quickly. If Marvin Bagley, and please, basketball gods, if Marvin Bagley plays 60 games plus and plays to the potential, like how he should play, the Kings are going to elevate. Marvin Bagley, of course, he's a forgotten soul because he hasn't played. And, of course, Kings drafted him over Luka. But if Marvin Bagley can stay healthy and play to that athletic potential, that will be such a key factor to the Kings' success and potentially making the playoffs. Harrison Barnes, if he finally plays to the expectation of how he should play, just make your threes, Harrison. Make those open threes. The Kings will be right there fighting for that eighth spot. They will be. I I know this is a lot of ifs. I'm not saying this is going to happen. It's just, it's hard to imagine Marvin Bagley playing even over half of a season because he hasn't been able to. 
And it's hard to see Harrison Barnes take another step up because it's just been inconsistency from him. And Buddy, he took a step back last year. He needs to take a step back to where he, or step up to where he was and then another step. So he has two steps. It's hard to see that. I do potentially see Halberton being rookie of the year, though. That, just seeing how he's played, the expectations, and how he runs with that offense, him and De'Aaron are going to make some noise. And off the bench, Jabari Parker, Bielitsa, uh, Corey Joseph, elite defender. The Kings have that potential to sneak into the playoffs. They do. That potential's there. Let's go back to the Warriors real quickly. Assuming Curry plays, I don't see him being lower than a six seed. I just don't. If Curry plays his 65-plus games, if he, if he can do that, Warriors won't be lower than the six seed. They're still a very talented team. Even missing Klay Thompson, I know that's a huge blow. But if Curry... Because what has history shown us, as I've mentioned, he cannot carry the team the entire length of a season. If he's injured most more than 60 games, so let's say he misses two months, comes back, the Warriors and the Kings could be fighting for that eighth spot. And I know there are play-ins now, with the ninth seed, 10th seed, all that good stuff. Kings and Warriors could potentially meet in that play-in. Now, of course, if we're just going to look, even with the potential of ifs, if the Kings elevate, if the Warriors, Curry gets injured for a good portion of the season, Andrew Wiggins and Draymond, they won't be able to lead the Warriors to many victories. They're a 500 team at best without Curry. Just based on it's just the West. That that's that's the reality of it. I'm not saying they're a bad team, just the West. There are 13 teams in the West that if they play like to their full potential, they can make the playoffs. 13 out of the 15 teams. Oh, man. So if the Kings buddy healed he is such a key factor. Him and Marvin are the two factors. I have no doubt that De'Aaron's going to make that elevation step. But it is not too far off to imagine, just based off history, just based off potential, that the Kings and Warriors won't be fighting for that eighth seed spot. Again, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I know it sounds like it's saying this is going to happen. It's, of course, hopefulness as a Kings fan, you know, there's bias involved. I'll be the first to admit that. Again, though, I don't want to see Curry injured. I want to see a full season of Steph Curry averaging 35 points a game. I do want to see that. I'm rooting for him. Not rooting for the Warriors to, you know, win the chip. I don't see that happening without Clay. But I'm rooting for Curry because I know how hungry he is. I know how hard he's worked. And because it's it's been weird just not seeing Steph Curry. And he's kind of been forgotten about. So, again, Warriors, 
6 to 8th seed. They have the potential. I don't see them see I don't see them being a 4th seed. If the Warriors are a 4th seed and above, give Curry the MVP. Curry will be the MVP. Uh Russell Westbrook, I believe the Thunder were the 6th seed when he won his MVP when he averaged a triple double, first time averaging a triple double since Oscar Robertson. They're the only two players to do that. Seth Curry won't be averaging a triple double. He will get his assist. He will get his steals, though. And if that's the case, if they're a fourth seed and above, get the MVP to Curry. Now, on the Kings side, if Buddy is able to make that two step jump, he's in talks of most improved player of the year. If Halberton plays to that potential, he's rookie of the year. De'Aaron Fox, he finished second in most improved player two years ago. He will be an all-star if he elevates, takes that steps up. He will be going to his first all-star game, and I'm rooting for that. Marvin Bagley, he has a potential to be comeback player of the year if he plays to his potential and stays injury-free. Again, this is such a big if. Capitalize if, put 10 Fs, if. I get it. I know I sound crazy. But breaking it down this way, am I that crazy? Is it really as funny Is this reality really as funny as I made it seem like it? Please feel free to not answer that question. One thing I also have to mention to put my bias aside real quickly, the Kings are going to have one of the worst defenses in the league. Unless a miracle, they take some of Michael Jordan's secret stuff from Space Jam when every time they have to sip that when they go back on defense. I don't see the Kings... They cannot stop a freight train that's not moving. If the train's already in place, I don't think they'd be able to stop it. That's how bad the Kings defense is going to be, at least my expectations of them. And they can't stop it. (laughs) They can't stop something that's already stopped. Uh, So the Warriors defense, eh, but they'll have Steph Curry. I think Ubre is such a key pickup and Bazemore. It hurts seeing Bazemore leave the Kings. He was such an energizer bunny off the bench. And he's going to average a solid 12 to 15 points off the bench for the Warriors. And that's all they need him to average. With that being said, I see the Warriors maybe fifth seed for sure, sixth seed. Depending on how many games Curry misses, if he misses a little more than 65, or sorry, if he misses, if he plays uh, less than 65 games, so between the 60 to 50 region, they'll be the seventh seed. I don't see the Warriors missing the playoffs unless, you know, I won't even say, um, I won't even finish that sentence because I just don't want that to happen. I don't want to see that. Kings, their potential rides on. A whole bunch of elevation. Also, Luke Walton's got to elevate his coaching. Last year was just bad. (laughs) It was bad. Rotation. Laker fans warned me. He has horrible rotation. 
and I didn't believe him. And then I went to Kings games last year and I was like, oh my God, what are you doing? Now, Luke Walton, though, low-key is on the hot seat because hiring Alvin Alvin Gentry, the former Pelicans coach, if Luke Walton is not doing well, they're not meeting expectations, Alvin Gentry is going to be the new head coach of the Sacramento Kings. If the Kings are playing as badly as some are projecting them to play, Alvin Gentry will be the new head coach. It's just kind of lurking right there. It's like the Jason Kidd effect with the Frank Vogel. A lot of people don't even know who the Lakers coach is. They say, oh, it's LeBron, of course, the casual, you know, or the fans that want to make the joke, oh, LeBron's the coach. (laughs) Frank Vogel was hired. Jason Kidd was also hired as the assistant. And, of course, there was so much noise of Frank Vogel's not doing well. He's out. Jason Kidd's going to be taking his spot. That's kind of how the Alvin Gentry effect is with Luke Walton. Luke Walton's not uh, doing well. Alvin Gentry is right there. And Alvin Gentry is a proven coach. And Luke's gone. So there's a lot. That's also a key factor as well. So I think the Kings, I'm just trying to be as unbiased and unemotional as possible I think the Kings have a legit shot of making the play-in for the playoffs. Being that 8th to 10th seed. I can see that happening. That's so many ifs, though. And who knows if everyone decides to elevate, the Kings could be a sleeper 7th seed. It's quite possible based on the expectations of how everyone should play based on solely that. But that's, again, a big if. And I, as a Kings fan, will not give that expectation, nor will I hope for it. I mean, of course I'm going to hope for it, but I'm just going to continuously check myself like, stop, stop, nope. Because as soon as Buddy Hill makes an open three, There is Buddy Heald giving name any player the other open three right back. (laughs) So, and losing Bogey, just to address that real quickly. I didn't see the Kings keeping him, especially after they drafted Halberton. Halberton can provide what Bogey can. And honestly, I think Halberton has the potential to be a better player than Bogey because of his already instincts on defense that Bogey doesn't have, nor he has developed, nor has he developed. I wish Bogey the best of luck. And I hope that he has a a successful career in Atlanta. I was happy to see him go to a team in the East rather than the West. So he doesn't haunt us. Good for him. Harry Giles in Portland. Yeah, he's going to haunt the Kings. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins, his petty self, already gave him a shout-out. You know, it was a preseason game, and Harry Giles had a monster game against the Kings. And DeMarcus, of course, had to be like, yeah, H, Harry, you know, slam it down. Show, the, show them who's boss. Yeah, you're the big dog. Like, stop, dude. Leave your pettiness. You already got Grant Napier fired. You know, what else? Vladdy's not there anymore, the dude who trade you. What else do you have against the Kings organization, bro? 
move on, move on with your life. I see Kings fans still trying to support DeMarcus. How can you support someone who's so petty towards the organization still? I get it. There, there will always be a place for DeMarcus in my heart, but when you're doing petty stuff like that, come on, man. No, nope, nope. Uh, anyway, I digress. Kings, potential, eighth seed, possibly. At the end of the day, Warriors will have the better season than the Kings, assuming everything goes according to plan. But there is that big if, capital F's, big if, Kings elevate. Curry misses a few more games than he should based on record of him playing without Clay. Kings and Warriors could be fighting for that same spot in the Western Conference playoff race. For those of you thinking that I'm going crazy, uh, that very might be a possibility, but I hope that I was able to maybe see the potential that the Kings have for you and put a little reality on the Warriors. Again, Steph Curry, I hope he's in MVP talks because we all just want to see Steph Curry ball out. We all do. Whether you're a Warrior fan or not, whether you're a wannabe Warrior fan or not, whether you're a Kings fan that turned into a Warrior fan, whether you're a Warrior and a Laker fan, whether you just say, I love the Warriors because you have no knowledge of basketball, you just like Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, we all want to see Steph Curry succeed. Again, this is uh, Crunch Time with Mitchell Keith. I am your host, Mitchell Keith. Thank you again for listening. Follow me on Twitter, Only Child Mitch. Follow me on Instagram at Mitchell Keith Official. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Basketball season starts in less than a week. I'm so excited for it. I'll be coming with more basketball soon. I'm out.